Hey, this week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, our friend Michael Bryan visits the basement for an energy-packed conversation about everything, from his insights of living in Boston's North End to some of his first impressions about our small town from just driving over to my house. He is a hilarious Boston comic and a wicked smart duck boat tour guide. So, settle in for some insider tips on how to do things like move your seats at professional sporting events, getting on TV, and swinging with your neighbors. We also have a segment that explores summer camps for nerds. Most people would charge a hefty fee for this kind of wisdom, but we're serving it to you for free because we're nice people. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since I was just five years old. And by Park Street Books. Read, play, unplug. Small Town Scuttlebots. I just wanted to say, by the way, guys, before we get into anything, mm-hmm. you all pass with flying colors Rick Fink's parking test. <laughs> I, and I judge people very uh, discriminately um, based on their parking because mm-hmm. we have a long driveway, about 90 feet, and mm-hmm. then you come up to the top to a two-car garage. But to the left, we have like a, a cobblestone kind of apron that can park three cars comfortably. And you'd be surprised how many people just come up and just kitty corner block in two uh, garage doors and don't use the apron. Those are the babysitters that don't get rehired. Yeah. I'm like, like you, you don't, you don't think? You're not getting like, it. You're not thinking, <laughs> like, it's right there. It's mm-hmm. like, but you both came in and you parked perfectly well. So I just wanted to say thank you for doing that. Well, it was, it was a lot easier because the help was all over the house. So yeah. it was... <laughs> It was uh, just easier to pull right in and, you know, yeah. So, Mike, you don't have landscapers? Is that- I don't have landscapers, no. Oh. And if I did, I think I would be a big, if I lived in the suburbs, I think I would be a big lawnmower guy and look at my lawn. Yeah, and my husband's like that. You have a big lawn, though, so it'd be tough, but I would just get a riding lawnmower and I would just take an hour and a half and be like popping podcast also just it's such a great way to be like no one talk to me get away from me mm-hmm. i'm mowing the lawn right now yeah yeah one yep. of my girlfriends mows her lawn to get away from her kids yeah it's like it's this equivalent of going to take an hour-long dump it's the same yep. thing of just like i'm going to the bathroom just i'm playing candy crush stop bothering me and it's the same thing but with mowing the lawn and mowing the lawn and vacuuming i like both things because it's instant gratification you see mm-hmm. The di- you see what you just did, and you're just like, hell yeah, I just did that. I feel the same way about folding laundry. No, folding laundry is the worst. Oh, bring your laundry over. I will. I got a laundry room. It's got all the. I like washing table. it. I like. I'll even go down at my lady friend's place. There's a washer dryer downstairs, <laughs> and I'll go down and I'll flip it. I'll do everything. But when I come back up, I'm just like, that's yours. I don't want to fold anything. <laughs> I hate it. That's I when I listen to laundry. podcasts. Is folding the laundry. Yeah. And I have yeah. three kids, so there's a lot of laundry. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I like. I catch up on it during then. Uh, well, I used to do the, <clears throat> the, I used to mow the lawn. I had a 21 inch deck uh, push, you mm-hmm. know, walk along mower, mm-hmm. and uh, it would take me three hours. Wow. And that's I'm, too much time. Like, that nine, is a lot of nine time. Nine to noon every Friday is too much of a commitment. So I'm mm-hmm. But I'm at the same time, though, 
it's almost like a baseball game. So you just yeah. figure like, hey, if I I would listen to the Red, if I were to do it, I would be like, all right, I'm I'm watching the Red Sox, but I'm just listening to the Red Sox on my headphones and just spacing out and just doing it and just no one bother me. Yeah, you're a Red Sox fan, die hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. I'm I like the Red Sox. I'm not a die hard. I don't care if they win or lose anymore, but mm-hmm. I do like going. And it's another thing of just like. Just don't bother me. I'll go to the Red Sox by myself. I live in the North End in Boston, so like I'll just see a tickets for like ten bucks, and then I buy the poor people seats and the rich people seats. And you move around? Oh, all the time. Do you ever I, get bumped? Yeah, like, hey, just buddy, like this is my seat. seat, and I'm like, okay, and then I just sit in the seat next to them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I don't care. My lady friend is very. She used to be mortified, and she's like, "We're sitting in our seats." It's like, "Are you insane? There, it's the worst seats." No, we're not doing that. We're not sitting in the seats. And we're I'm not for. wasting. Yeah. I'm not wasting a hundred and fifty dollars, especially for the Red Sox. Like mm-hmm. Celtics, I might because it's tougher now that they're good, to, and also the TD Garden's tougher to bounce around because yeah. the ushers are more like Gestapo, like where they're mm-hmm. like they really take their job seriously. Where yeah. at Fenway, they're just like, just don't bother me. And as long as when someone comes to to, to their seat, just get up and move, and I won't say anything. Yeah. A couple times they've seen me like bounce around. They're like, "Where are your seats?" And I'm just, then I'll just go from the third base side to the first base side, and I'll just be like, "Oh, this guy's on to me." But <laughs> um, yeah, for the most part, if I go with one or like either me and my lady friend or me and my roommate or like one other person, you just kind of bounce around. But if you have a large group of people, then you're like, ah, now I got to sit in our seats. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough to bounce around with four people, you know? Yeah, like, if I were, I, I'm like your lady friend. Like, if I was not sitting in the seat I purchased, I'd be sweating the whole time just waiting why? for someone to come What's up and tap me happen? on the shoulder. Because I'm Nothing. just, like, such a like a weirdo people pleaser and a rule mm-hmm. follower yeah. that I'd be, like, mortified. But and no I one knows who you game. are, so who gives I a know, shit? I know, I know, but it's my own anxiety. So like, when I lived in Orlando, I worked in sports radio, and uh, the owner of the station was, like, the worst, the worst human being you've ever, he would like, he would like, um, you would do like these personal appearances, which it wasn't, no one wanted to see me, but it was like the station was there and you'd go oh, to like right. TGI Fridays and you'd be like, Hey, come see ESPN radio Orlando. And the, the show does it. And you're supposed to get like 200 bucks. And then it'd be like, Hey, that 200 bucks is never, he's just like, you're lucky you're even working here. And then you never give me the money. I'm like, it's in the con. There's oh a contract. He didn't pay you? Oh, I could sue. Like I could have sued big time. Like he got sued like all the time. Cause he would like redo contracts after they were signed. And he would like, Photoshop. I don't know. Back then, it was in the early 2000s. But anyways, I'm at a Tampa Bay Lightning game with my buddy Kevin, and I'm, we're in the corners, we're in the nosebleeds, and I look down. I'm like, hey, like ten rows down, there's like a whole row open at center ice. Like those are like the best seats in hockey. I'm like, let's right. do it. Mm-hmm. Sit down. I sit down, and we're there, and like a period in, I just kind of look over, and it's Bruce, the owner. I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what are the odds right. of that? And then he's just like, and he's just like, and he's just like, oh, hey, Mike. And I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, the person I hate most in life. Like, yeah. now this is these seats are ruined. And then he was just like, you bought these seats? And I'm like, you think I can, I said to him, I'm like, you think I can afford these seats with what you pay me? Or and, not pay me? Yeah, not pay me. And, uh, and then he just kind of laughed. But I was just like, he's going to go get an, he never did. But I was like, this is the type of D-bag that's going to go get an usher and oh. kick me out. And then, oh, that guy I feel sucked. like that was karma, Mike, for you 
stealing someone's seats. You had but to I didn't next steal anyone's <laughs> seat because no one was sitting there. So if no one's sitting there, you're not stealing anyone's seat. It's up yeah. for grabs. Yeah. And also, it looks bad for the TV. The, the mm. uh, You would think that they want you to, like, especially now that the Red Sox stink, they don't want you to see on TV like no one's there. It's like when I do the duck boats, like whenever we go around with like seven people at the end of the day, I'm like, this looks so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Because then people are being like, oh, no one's buying tickets to that. But they didn't see for the first, you know, four tours that they're all sold out and mm-hmm. everything. But when one goes out with, like, not a lot of people, you're just like, oh, man, this looks bad. And that same thing with the Red Sox. Like, oh, so no one goes to the Red Sox. That doesn't look fun. I don't want to sit there with right. an empty stadium. It's, you like know? When, it's like when the Yankees had those $2,000 yeah. seats that no one buys. <sighs> yeah. And then no one, right they didn't, home and plate. they and were like, horrible. no one can sit there. So they were like not letting the riffraff move down. And then there's just like empty seats everywhere. And everyone's just like making fun of Yankee games. Yeah. And yeah. you know, what's really shitty about that. What an opportunity to just give those kids to some uh, tickets. No to some crap. Yeah. Charity yeah. kids, you know, mm-hmm. even that you just wait until the game starts first or second. And they're like, Hey, if you, if you wait. You can maybe get these seats or something. Like I don't know. There's right. something It'd be like a raffle or even something. Even if they, yeah, even if they're like, hey, you're in the last row of the right field bleachers or whatever in the three hundreds, you get to move yeah. down to the whatever. That happened to me at a, a, a an Orlando Magic game last year. We were sitting. Uh, my mom lives out in Florida, and I just drive all over the place in Florida. And um, I went to a Magic game. And there's a family in front of us, and, like, you saw someone from the Magic be like, hey, and I, I've, like, seen this happen before, and I saw it happening. And the guy was just like, no, these are our seats. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, hey, and I, like, yell at the guy, and I was like, we'll take those seats. <laughs> and then they were, like, center court right at the their perfect awesome seats. Wow. And we moved down because, like, the Magic are like, hey, you guys are in the poor people's seats. Move down. I was going to do it anyways, but I was just like, all right, perfect. Yeah. It's funny. Uh Hey, uh, folks at home or in your car, wherever. If you're just joining us, this is the- yeah. If you just <laughs> hopped in, if you just hopped in in the middle of a podcast and just <laughs> we just got going. Yeah, if you just yeah. This is small you're town. on your way into work. Yeah, this is small town scuttlebutt, and we are the podcast that reacts to the overreactions of small town problems across the tables. Liz Daly, to my left, Mike O'Brien. Boston, and I'm going to call you a Boston comic. Oh sure, you can and, call me whatever you and want. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you the. Uh, the uh, duck boat guide, I think that's duck, the, duck boat guide, man on the street. I get the man on the street mm-hmm. too. Many, that's my biggest. How many times have you been on a news story in the Boston area? I don't. I don't even know. It's over. 20. A lot. You got a I would say reel. over twenty. It's my sizzle reel is like three minutes long. <laughs> um, I there was the news story about you being a man on the there's street. There's news that's story. How... <laughs> I was in the Boston Globe about yeah. being the man on the street. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. There's a news story about you being on the news. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that sums up the newspaper. Yeah. Is that a slow news day? Yeah. <laughs> um, the way, and the way I, the joke I do about it on stage is like 20 years ago, if you told me I had a two page article in the Boston Globe, I figured I would be on a plane to LA to have my own sitcom and bang a bunch of 20 year olds. And now I'm in an Nick's comedy stop with sticky floor as they're blaring music downstairs for someone's quinceanera. You know, it's just like, no one cares. No one cares that I was in the Boston Globe. I'm not even lying. 20 years ago, you would have thought, like, I'm the most famous person on earth. It would have been the biggest deal ever. And now everyone's like, oh, that's cute. I I love the picture of you uh, talking to the camera with your Boston Celtics jersey on. Like, you just look like a Boston Boston. man on the street. So what happened? That is right off the street. So... What that was one of the um, that was one of the the buildings collapse in the North End. So what happens yeah. in the North End is they gut these places from that were built in like the 1800s, and then all of a sudden, 
just me, uh, my hypothesis of the situation is then they're like, oh, this is way more expensive than we thought it was. And then all of a sudden, when no one's there, it just collapses all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like oh. the inside of it, like the floors just collapse, which I don't know how that happens, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> As the man, Rick, with the man with uh, help everywhere, there's contractors. You've dealt with contractors. <laughs> Things happen. And yeah. so... So twice this has happened where it's on my street. And so the first time that happened was a couple years ago. And I and I started immediately tweeting at the news being like, building collapse, building collapse, like come the building. I didn't even call. No one called the police. Oh, my God. They're just like, <laughs> no one called the building police. collapsed. Building <laughs> collapsed. The news came and then the police came and the police officer goes, why didn't you call the police? I was like, I didn't think I needed to. Like, I don't know. And so, but I knew the news was coming. And so I went up and I got my Larry Bird jersey and I was just like, oh, I'm going to hand this up. you dressed up for this. You I dressed up for that one. <laughs> nice. Oh, I would love it. Nice. Love it. I dressed up for that one. I definitely did the, uh, and I also, if you watch it, I, there's some, I like really ham up a fake Boston accent. Like oh, I was really, sweet, I sweet. was really into that one. <laughs> and then other ones I think, but sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, this and this. And then you start going and then you're just like, ah, I forgot everything. And then you're just kind of doing it serious, but you're still trying to like add a stupid line. They edited it so much. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, People are like, why didn't you say? I'm like, I said everything stupid you could possibly say. (laughs) And then they're just like, oh. But then you, at some point you have to be like, oh, well, it's just thank God no one got hurt. You know? And then that's That's what what they they put out there. there. But then sometimes they do like really. And a couple of guys know me now. So they will put like, they know what I'm doing. So they will put like the stupid, outrageous things in there. And (laughs) it's starting a little bit, but I haven't done it in a while. So. I haven't I've been a while, a couple months, but <laughs> how did, how did, and then the, sometimes I get interviewed and they don't put it on. And that yes. pisses me off. Oh, sure, sure. It's such like, a waste of time. Yeah. Now let me ask, how did the Boston Globe catch on to this and decide to do the story? I just made that sizzle reel and then I just like tagged. What happens is like, like a year ago, the Steve Kerr thing happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. I was on the duck boat and Steve Kerr was on the sidewalk and I just started, you know, Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Warriors. And my lady friend was on board and she recorded it. And then I put it on Twitter mm-hmm. and like, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do hashtag Celtics, hashtag NBA finals. And this thing's going to blow up. And then for like a day and a half, nothing happened. And I was like, what the, like, how do you, that was when I was just like, how do you become famous on Twitter? If this didn't make it, mm-hmm. how does this happen? And so then someone was like, oh, send it to only in Boston. Do you know only in Boston? No. It's no. like an Instagram feed and it has like the daily like story of boston Mm -hmm. or whatever you know three facts of things that happen on this day it's a really good thing Mm -hmm. and i sent it to them and then they were like who filmed this and i said my girlfriend did and then they had to contact her for permission to and then when they reposted it i was at the time during covid i got a job at the nashua street jail next to the boston garden (laughs) And I was sitting in the unit, and then all of a sudden the phone rang, and I was like, the phone never rings in here. And I was just like, hey, they're like, because everyone at work knew that this happened. And then they're like, oh, it just hit. And I was like, what do you mean it just hit? They're like, it's all over the internet. Oh, and then God. I just kept That's getting, awesome. then I just started getting calls like nonstop in my unit. And then <laughs> I came up on the TV and all the guys, all the guys in jail like, oh, Brian! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah! It's so funny, you got some street cred. Oh, yeah, big time street cred. But but my favorite, and this is a true story. I 
tell on stage, but this one guy, who's, he's a very nice guy. He's in jail for slitting a woman's throat, but Aww. he's a very nice Why guy. What a sweetheart. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he had a drug problem. He's sober now. He's fine. He's a really nice guy. Anyways, but Is he loose on the streets now? No, no. Oh, he'll okay. never be yeah. loose on the streets. <laughs> um, but he uh, he's really funny, and, and he was just like, oh, Brian, you think it's impressive you're on the news? I was on the news. He was on the news. He was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I say that on stage and sometimes like people just stare at me like that's fucked up yeah. and then other times people just laugh hysterically and it's like oh alright it's a funny whatever. joke but <laughs> it's not even a joke it's really happened like it really happened well. but yeah I like uh, I was taking a sip of water there yeah. But yeah, it's weird. It's just you go up to the guys who say, do you man, need a man on the street? And they say, yes. They never say no. I've waited while they're doing other people, and then I'll go on next. And they'll be like, they'll right, always want more content. They always and, need yeah. more. And you never know. They just want as many people as possible because mm -hmm. you never know what stupid thing someone's going right. to say. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I want to talk about one thing driving in. I okay. messaged you, Rick, about this. <laughs> yes. We're I was driving in, and before I even got to your street, I was like, this is ridiculous was the the graduation banners outside of people's houses in the suburbs are <laughs> yeah. just like, what the F do you want? To do you want me to knock on your door and be like, is Jessica here? <laughs> I'd like to say congratulations. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, did you just graduate from high school? <laughs> so you don't have that in the North End. No oh graduation Oh my God, banners. congratulations. <laughs> I am so proud of you. Literally the easiest thing to do in life is graduate from high school. If you show up every day. Yeah. Just do the work mm -hmm. and not even do the work. Half-ass the work. Yeah. Like, I barely graduated. I should not have graduated high school. Uh -huh. But since I showed up every day, yeah. I graduated high school. Yeah. And people act like, like you want to have, do we need to give these people parades? Like, what? It should be more impressive if you show up every day, do the work, and don't graduate high school than graduating <laughs> high school. Do you know how hard it is to not graduate high school? It is... Yeah, well, now... Like, you have to not show up. My friend Tom yep. Garrick didn't graduate because he just didn't show up to first and second period. Mm -hmm. He still almost graduated. Yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> well, schools nowadays, it, because it, it factors into your ranking. Yeah. If there's 351 school districts in the state, you don't want to be... At the back end of that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get Joey the idiot over here, yeah. right? At the end of the year, and I've known a couple of these Joeys. Oh, right? I was they, Joey. Yeah they'll, yeah, they'll tell you. This is what they did. They sat me down. They said, write me a two-page essay, a reflective paper about your high school experience, and then that will somehow just smooth over all of those yeah, the whole you know, past 12 years of the your bad life. The grades, the yep. absences. I, uh, All those missed assignments. This mm -hmm. will just, this is your makeup work. And so then, my senior you year, you know, like if you get a certain amount of, it's all, it happens with the high school athletes now where they, like the football player or the basketball player wants to be able to get into some year draft or whatever. So they graduate in December from high school. And yep. if you get the amount of credits, you can graduate. Right. You can graduate early. Like even if you're not an athlete, you can just be like, I'm all done. I'm not coming to the second semester or whatever. And so my senior year, the only class I had to pass was biology. And it was, it was the last period of the second semester of my senior year. And I did. Nothing. I did nothing. So that. did you not have to show up to school until would, it was that No, time I would still show okay. up. I would just show up the whole day because what else was I going to do? Um, but so I would go to that class, but I'd still do nothing. And Miss Giugio, last, like, last week of school, she was just like, 
Mike, do you want to come here? I was like, yeah. She's like, are you going to college? I was like, yeah. She's like, do you want to go to college? I was like, not really, actually. And she was <laughs> like, uh, and she she goes, well, this is your grade. And she pointed at her thing, and it was a 47. And I was just oh. like, I need this, right? And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, um, do you want to graduate high school? I said, yeah, I want to graduate high school. She said, okay. And she just like erased it and gave me a 67. And, oh. <laughs> and I got a D oh and I passed. God. That's 100% the no, that's, a, that's a D plus. That's a yes. D plus. Yeah. That is I passed. Almost a C minus. Yeah, what an achiever. <laughs> but, that's, but that, I used to be like, not like a stickler for school, but I had like a 3-2. Like I was fine. And then one, um, and then one progress report. I had my English teacher, Miss Marr, she gave me a D when I was like, I have a B, I have, I have a B. Like, I know, I ha see my papers, I have everything. She's, but she's like, yeah, but you're disruptive in class. I was like, okay, so give me the B and then say disruptive in class. Yeah. Because yeah. right. then at football, now I had to, like, stay after, run, do all this stuff. And, every, and so I was like, oh, you can just give me whatever you want. Like, I just, that just hit me. So then I just stopped. Trying, oh. you know what that and makes then, me. Okay, and hold then on, hold on. I graduate high school because I'm like, oh, you can just give us whatever you yeah. want. See, as a parent, I'm always on the side of the teacher. I'm like, you know what? If my kid came home, I don't like so and so. I'm like, well, you're in their class, you know, yeah. to a point. Yeah. But this is where I would intervene, and I call the teacher up or email them. I say, hey, let's maybe maybe it's not so much my kids being disruptive as your classroom management. Exactly. <laughs> it stinks. You, yeah, it stinks. <laughs> like. But also, but just like learn. I said, give you me can't. a B, but, yeah. but your kid's an asshole. You're you know? not supposed like, to grade on behavior. behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Right. You can easily call up Rick Fink and be like, hey, your kid is a piece of shit. And yes. then you'd be like, okay, but what's his grade? A B. Oh, at, least okay. he's, at least he's smart. Okay. Yeah. You know? like yeah. You like, knew the content. Yeah, yeah, Just because yeah. you're a dick doesn't yeah. mean you didn't know the content. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Like when they graduate, like even when they graduate college, they'll be like, oh, I graduated MIT. I'm like, okay, so you have a lot of student loans then. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it you should know, be more like, the banner should be like, hey, my kid just got a job uh, starting at $80,000 a year with benefits. And you're like, wow, congratulations. <laughs> That's actually more impressive than just writing some papers and graduating college. I don't, but also I never graduated college, so I guess I just don't think it's that big of a deal. But. My, my take on these, uh, because my kids, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's sort of a tradition. I don't know if it's like that in all these little suburbs but in medfield here in this town at we we're very uh, school oriented education based like that, that's Everyone the only thing is. that's here it's the only thing yeah. that's here yeah yeah that's why we're here there's not like a factory and 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 we all go work there yeah it's, it's you know you graduate from high school and you leave yes that's basically what yes medfield and then is, yeah. and then you uh if you're starting a family you want to bring them here for the good school yeah mm -hmm. everyone says life. they moved here one of the top reasons is because of the schools yeah schools, yeah mm -hmm. But I look at these banners, and I don't disagree with you. Uh, they're they're much to do about nothing. But also, what? Do, and I'm not a super freak like uh, Greta Thunberg, like uh, <laughs> yeah, environmentalist. But what How dare a, you? What a, like if you took if you went around town right on July first and collected all of these things and stacked them up, you would have at least a half a ton of. Wasted vinyl resources. Yeah, yeah. like what, where is this going? Where is this I going? I disagree with both of you. This? I like okay. the banners. I love that we have to because I, it like represents a big milestone. And I'm not saying like graduating from high school is like the be all and end all and whatever. But for these kids, it is the biggest thing that they've achieved in their lives so far. Mm -hmm. And you know there is some work involved in that. And you know maybe they're going to college. Maybe they're taking a year off. Maybe they're 
doing whatever, but like, I don't know. I like it. I mean, it's a dorky thing that, and it's one of the reasons why I love living in the suburbs. Cause like we do celebrate the kids here and mm-hmm. I, I do like that. Okay. I, I like that too. Like going to the high school game, whatever it mm-hmm. is, whatever sport it is, like yeah. that's great in communities big. I'm grew up in Northampton, Mass. And it's a huge thing, or at least was, I don't think it is really is as much as it was anymore. It used to be, excuse me, but it's still just to me is just like, it's one of those, like, it's like Chris Rock, like that's something you're supposed to do, you know, like you're supposed to graduate from high school. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, like, I mean, sure. Have a party. You graduated high school. Yeah. Have a party, have your friends over excuse to get drunk, whatever, you know, like that's great. (laughs) But like this banner with your kid's picture on it. Like I said, do you want people to show up on your porch with gifts? Well, or how about, how about like a, nefarious entities out there like now i know her name yeah, yeah. you know nah, yeah i mean i mean i'm not thinking that crazy i'm sorry i'm not a crazy person like rick over here like, <laughs> i'm just saying he's you starting know? his own dateline episode <laughs> right in front of us but yeah i just don't understand the whole and then the kid is the kid like you're goddamn right you're putting that poster up in our front yard you know like barbara has a, a sign up in their front yard so you don't love me it's just well, like that's right, the other well, thing Ugh. i will every say, kid yeah not every kid probably gets a sign which mm-hmm. you know whatever but again not every kid gets a trophy maybe but, uh, your parents don't exactly. love you that much so you don't get the sign yep. so you may not have noticed mike because the signs are smaller but we also have yard signs for kids leaving the middle school that's okay my biggest thing especially <laughs> now on on the facebook on the Facebook and the Instagram is my kid graduated from kindergarten. My kid gra- second yeah. grade graduate. No, you didn't. Bullshit. You didn't graduate from anything. You just are went- you going to fifth grade graduation next week? Uh, well, it's not. See, they do a little funny thing here. They don't call it graduation. They call it like a right. Isn't it like a celebration? oh, is it a celebration? A celebration All right, day. I'm down with like the end of the year. Like yes, hey, do. let's have okay. a little party. But if you're I think in fifth you've had grade- awards and things like that, but but there's no pomp and circumstance. I don't think there's like a diploma that's handed out. Yeah. And there's there will be a speaker that. having sat through it once before. Okay, Jim James was actually Will's speaker. In so does grade. it feel and like, like a graduation? It does. Too? It very it much does. does. Okay. There's like a student that sings the national anthem. Yeah, um, it feels like a graduation. Interesting. For sure. Interesting yeah. because <laughs> I told my daughter. Um, you have no more than three graduations in your life. You have a high school graduation, a college graduation, and a post-grad. But even you know. the post-grad thing, most people are like, I'm not going to that. I went. Did I went you? to my... I did uh, because I was like... I never had it. For so. the first time in my life, I was actually a good student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're like, actually you, paying for it. Yeah, when you, <laughs> when you go to grad school, you're like... I, it's the first time I was like, I want to be here. I've enjoyed learning. And I went to the most liberal of liberal art schools in the People's Republic of Cambridge. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a 4.0, and I was like, I played the game. I did it right. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm actually impressed with myself. I, I'm going to go. And I went and uh, just sat through it and just cracked wise in the back row with a bunch of other people. In fact, I was like, I'm going to be the last one to get my diploma. And so I was the I, I hung back and I was the last person. And then the president of the college presented me with, are you are you sitting down? He said, hold on a second. And he said, because I was the last one in the class to graduate, he, he gifted me a pen. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Do you like, still have it? Oh, yeah. This pen is <laughs> like, oh, a pen. Like what? No, this pen must be worth like $10,000. I think it's like made out of gold. and it's like, That's like Mr. Awesome. Relevant in the NFL, the yeah. last pick of the NFL draft. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get a pen. Um, I, I just, like I said, I, I mean, I'm fine with it and it's great. Mm-hmm. But yes, the... I, 
I say this on the duck tours when people come. Like, there are people who, like, fly from California. And I'm like, why are you here? Like, oh, my cousin's graduation. And I'll be like... My brother could graduate in a building next door to me, and I wouldn't go to it. You know, like, why would you ever sit, fly, I understand maybe flying cross-country, like, oh, we're hanging out with our family for the week, doing some stuff, like, that's great. But when it comes time to the graduation, I'd be like, I'm going to the 99, and I'll, like, (laughs) let me know when you're done. Like, So I I want your opinion on something, Mm because this... This my husband right now is sitting in a graduation for my nephew, his godson. So my nephew is graduating from St. Sebastian's, which is a very prestigious private school in Needham, like Mm -hmm. 15 minutes away from here. High school. High school. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's also speaking at the graduation because I think he graduates graduating like number one in his class. Ooh. Ooh. So So, obviously my brother-in-law and sister-in-law will be there. My in-laws will be there. And then my husband tells me that my sister-in-law's siblings are also going. One And her, her sister lives as far away as New York. Mm-hmm. So I said, you're going, right? And he said, no. He goes, I didn't even want to go to my own graduation. He yeah. also graduated from St. Sebastian's. And I said, mm-hmm. honey, this is your godson. He's speaking at his graduation. Susie's entire family is going. We live 15 minutes from the school bad optics if you don't go if he was like, speaking i may go if he was speaking but if they were just in the crowd just grab it no way no way that was no way yeah if, i was if, like he's speaking, if my like, family member was speaking deal. i would go but if it is just sitting the yeah, like oh they, they graduated and they just stand mm-hmm. up and hey that's me and no way i'm not going to that yeah no so way i did he's that. like are you serious and i was like they will remember if you don't go. <laughs> like, this is not, I just feel like it's a bad luck. Well, Aunt Liz isn't there. What's that? No, Aunt Liz has a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously you have to yeah. sit in Rick's basement and do a podcast. Yeah. But I'm like, it's your godson. Yeah, like, you yeah. went to the school. Your dad went to the school. Your brother went to the school. He's like, we live 15 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. it's two hours out of your day, really? At the yeah. in, So he's also, there now, miserable. The yeah. whole godfather, godson relationship. This is the beginning of the end of that. That usually ends right around high school. I, think it, really, I think it ended at Jack's baptism. My husband hasn't uh, done anything for his No, godson. but you still you give him. <laughs> yeah, Confirmation, maybe. Maybe. You give, well, no, no, no. Like, nothing about the religious aspect of it. No. Just, like, presents. Like, you just get a pre- Like, oh, my Uncle Kevin mm-hmm. and my Aunt Patty would give me a Christmas present because they're my god parents and then right around like sophomore junior year i'd be like where's my effing christmas present?" <laughs> and then that's it it dried yeah. up yeah oh, oh my god, god. no I'm, more christmas presents i'm the godfather to uh my the first niece the first girl the kid in our family amongst my siblings and uh, i got her a cross you know, a crucifix, like yep. a necklace. Uh, for was it a big, like, Flavor of Flav one? Or? Oh, yeah. that'd yeah. be awesome. Like a run DMC? Like a crazy God, God <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. It, was, yeah. it was Jesus with the arms. Yeah. And the <laughs> <laughs> like, it's 2 o'clock. <laughs> and then I got her a wall clock with, like, Jesus' hips go yeah. back and forth. Yeah, it's like, like Elvis, Elvis clock. There you yeah. go. Like that, but that was, like, a second grade gift. And I, it, it just seems like a formality. But unwanted pests invading your sanctuary? Well, don't fret. APC Pest and Termite Control have the perfect solution for you. Their full-service pest removal service uses the power of eco-friendly products provided by the leading manufacturer of organic insecticides in the world. 
APC Pest Control prioritizes your safety and the well-being of the environment. That's why they proudly offer the applications of their eco-exempt and eco-smart products. These remarkable formulations contain organic ingredients and natural insecticides. Their team of professionally trained technicians is ready to tackle any pest challenge you may face. With their expertise and dedication, APC Pest Control is truly the best in the business. Find them online at apcpest.com. Get ready to unleash your inner artist and have a blast at The Pottery Place, the ultimate creative destination. Visit The Pottery Place at Park Street Books for a pottery experience that's as unique as you are, where imagination and fun come together. Looking for a cozy spot to relax and let your creativity flow? Well, you can choose from their comfortable indoor seating or bask in the beautiful weather at their outdoor seating area. They don't take reservations, so come over whenever inspiration strikes. Painted mugs, plates, bowls, and even your favorite collectibles are dishwasher safe. Their paints and glazes are non-toxic, ensuring a safe and worry-free experience for all. Learn more at parkstreetbooks.com. Uh, we talk about these graduation things and like, do you have to go? Do you not have to go? I kind of feel the same way. And this this could be uh, classified as like shitty dad, you know, moment. But last night went to my daughter's band concert. Yeah, I was there. Well, what, what does she play? <laughs> she plays the trombone. Does she actually play or does she just sit there and act like she plays and doesn't play? Well, Mike, you know what? I wouldn't know because I can't... <laughs> fucking see I, I even said to my wife I'm like I, you know what for all we know Rosie's sitting this one out yeah. I, I said like, the same thing about Brady I couldn't see him until he stood up I'm like I don't even know if he's on stage like, yeah. I, like I literally never felt more disengaged yeah. in going to see my kid do something and it's not against you know the music department. It's not against uh, no anything. rail it's, against the music department, Rick. <laughs> okay, bring down the music department. <laughs> but these fucking kids uh, are risers. Yeah. Let me see my yeah. kid. You know, <laughs> rotate them. Get a big lazy Susan kind of stage setup so they rotate and we can just look at. Like there she comes around. I, I was watching. I, all I see is the same. Uh, by the way, they were the same kids in the front from the last concert because I can see like my. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's Wesley and that's Karen and that's Michael <laughs> and they were sitting in the. The front last time where the fuck's my kid all i could see is like the trombone like arm yeah. thing coming up i'm like okay i know where the trombones are yeah how many trombones were there there's like eight of them ah so you don't yeah. even know which one yeah. is and now i'm looking for like just just a swath of blonde hair i'm like do you see where rosie is and my wife's like i i saw a glimpse of her for a second and it's like one of those what, things what doing? it's almost like uh lucy k's bit about how everyone records everything too when people start recording that stuff yeah. i'm just like are you gonna watch this again are you honestly going to watch this again? Why are okay. you? I understand like a picture or something. Yeah. But when you like when people record like, oh, here's my kids eighth grade band recital where they're not doing a solo. They're not. They're <laughs> just playing the trumpet. And you're just like, why are you even wasting the memory on your phone on this? <laughs> that's that's a legitimate question. Yes. Liz, what's your answer to that? I would never record. I take a picture. So take I take a can picture, just, like put it on Instagram, it, look at little Billy at um, the trombone. But yeah. yeah. If my kid had a solo, I would record it, but I'm not going to record the whole ensemble playing a song. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I play this one both ways. Ah. I have recorded my daughter. When they play the concert at the high school gym where you're up in the bleachers and now you're looking down, 
way better. Totally. Way yeah. better. Now I can see my daughter and I can see how she's interacting with the kids next to her. I can he- see how she's watching the conductor. Like now I'm like I see I see how her brain's working and how she's living in the moment and she's performing like she's she's um just composed and she's doing her job and and it's exciting to kind of see that but when you're in the audience in the auditorium and you're eye level with the stage you can't see anyone but the front row of kids it's like what are we doing yeah yeah Yeah. why why are we even here but when i was at the gym and i could see her uh she likes to because she's always wants to be your best she likes to review tape Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so cute. So she wa- she told me I want to get a recording. I want to see how okay. we did. So I did that. Um, now I went to my son's like music concert thing the other day. What did your son play? Oh, this was like um, it was a it was a play. It was uh, oh. where the wild things are. Oh, there there's music. Oh, there's a little bit, little bit of music. Book. Yeah, there's a little bit of music mm. uh, component to it and st- storytelling. What was his role? Play acting. He was one of the uh, the the animal things. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he animal number four? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So prestigious role. Now yes. I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I see all these. I'm trying to. Okay, first of all, you're on a gym floor, so you're all at eye level together, right? There's no staggered seating. Mm-hmm. So the people, I look, I'm sitting in the back or two thirds of the way back. And all I'm trying to do is not only look over people's heads, but now look over people's heads and extended arms. Yes. And, and iPhone then people 12s, behind you are like, sit yeah. down, asshole. Which, yeah. And these iPhone 12s are like little iPads now. Yeah. And what really got me is like, all you people are being, you're not really thinking this one through because they said in the beginning that Medfield Public Television is here oh. recording it. And it's going to be available to you at a professional grade mm-hmm. quality presentation. But how can they put that on their Instagram? We get likes. Like, <laughs> they can't. You know what? You could go. You could go on on their little website. That's where it's going to come up. It's like in twenty minutes after the show, they're going to post it on their website uh-huh. or their mm-hmm. Instagram, and you can just go get it, and then you can go share it or like yeah, it or yeah. copy. So if there's like if the house is recording it. I'm like, sweet. Kind of like when we do stand-up, right? Like if, mm. if one of the guys yeah. is like recording, he's like, I'll, I'll distribute it to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't set up my, my phone. No, yeah. I'll, still, I'll still record it on my phone. I'll bring it up and record it. I don't really do the, the video thing when I do the stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, the the plays. I used to do the plays, and I would – I I loved doing the plays, and then uh, football came, and I couldn't do the plays anymore. And still to this day, I wish I still just did the plays. Really? Aww. Now I just have a bunch of concussions. And <laughs> I might have CTE. And I drink, and I end up at the casino at 2 in the morning just throwing money away. So I would guess I would have rather have played. So um, instead of being a jock, you feel I like wasn't you a would... jock, though. I wasn't a jock. Like, I wasn't good at sports, so I did wasn't. Did you play because that you felt like that was what was expected? Like, your buddies well, were my playing? Dad was, like my was dad like... was a football coach, and okay. I just loved sports too i love sports but i also just think i would have gotten i had a better chance of being an actor in life mm-hmm. than i did an nfl player so it's just like it's one of those things when you have a kid you also you have to sit them down when you just see them play baseball and you're just like listen bob it's uh <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes when the kids do the duck boats they'll come up and be like what do you want to be and a kid said the other day he was 10 he said i want to be a soccer coach i was like see this kid already realizes it's just not gonna happen for him <laughs> so he's like let's let's try that coach thing I, but I, I was i'm sorry i was thinking about this when we were talking about plays in, in and just suburban parents like flipping out at plays flipping out at sporting events mm-hmm. oh, yeah. i was thinking this while i was coming here it's because you just spent the first 10 years of your life 
being miserable doing whatever this kid wants to do, watching the shitty TV you had to, I mean, how many times did you watch Peppa Pig and you're like, why am I watching this crap? And all this stuff. And then finally they, they're like slowly becoming like real people who you're like, I kind of want to hang out with this person now. You know, like now nah, mm-hmm. this is actually being a, a person and they're good at the baseball and you like baseball. And then the kid gets called out on strikes and you're just like screw you 17 year old umpire and then you lose your mind because you're just like I'm finally like trying to bond with my kid where before we're we're doing stuff that you want to do that I hate and so I was like resenting you and now we're like oh we're like friends now I I don't know I think that that's one of the biggest biggest things of why people lose their minds do you ever want to have kids I would love to have kids, but now I'm like 42, and I'm also thinking. I mean, I'll, if I, if my lady friend and I get married, which is another podcast altogether, um, I would love to have kids, but I also don't want to be 75 with a 15 year old. You know, like <laughs> my husband was 42 when our twins were born. Yeah, so you know, I, yeah. it's not too late, Mike. It's I'm not just too saying. late. I mean, yeah, I can. I'll, I'll say this about like, okay, so uh, I'm not the youngest dad. You know, like I, I'm kind of like in the middle, but on the older side, yeah. and. Uh, I, I don't mind it because um, it makes me feel younger. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the oldest out of all yeah. my friends. I'm yep. the oldest. Yeah. Yep. And doesn't mm-hmm. it make you feel younger, Liz? Like, it does. Like, I don't mind. Like, what else am I going to do? Exactly. Like, no. And we're all in the same boat, too. Like, we're yeah. all, like, just because I'm seven years younger than so-and-so, like, or seven years older, rather, than so-and-so. Like, we all have kids. We work. We're, like, we're paying a mortgage. We're, like, our lives are the same. It doesn't yeah. really matter. That age difference doesn't the, matter. These people that have kids at, like, 25, 26, 27, or whatever, and they're empty nesters by, like, 44, 45, I'm like, how disappointed. Like, what a... What else are you going to do? Yeah. Now what? <laughs> now what? It's halftime, yeah. and you're already done. Yeah, like, yeah like, that it's, is true. It's mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm like... I was even thinking about this the other day. Like, I got a vasectomy. We've talked about this before. But what if one of these, like, once in a million, like, yeah. miracle, like, whoops. Look at you bragging mm-hmm. you've had sex. I Jeez. would. Yeah. <laughs> I would. What if all the times me and my wife are, you know, doing it? <laughs> the once a month. Which just- is like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. If we had one of those accident babies, you know, like when you see the couple that has like the the college freshman, right. the high school sophomore, and then and the a kindergartner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wait a minute, I don't know if that one was planned. Right. Yeah. I honestly, I, I I've been thinking about this. I'm like, I kind of envy that because they get like a re. Mm. Does Leslie feel the same way? No, 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 yeah, no. See, I, no me either. Nope, no, nope, 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 no. nope. I've I've always wanted three kids. I got. My wife said, "How about a vasectomy and a dog?" And like that yeah. was that was it. Yeah. Like that's a good trade. Yeah, no, we've got two. Like, and I don't know if Leslie felt this way or if you felt this way when mm-hmm. she was pregnant. Like, you don't really know your kid's gonna be a hundred percent healthy till it exits yeah, your body, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. so, like, I feel like I'm betting Leslie was like, "We've got two healthy, great kids." Like, mm-hmm. we're done now. Up to you know? this point, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, they could end up being bank robbers for all now. Them out, but yeah, how, is your lady friend one kids? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I was, how old is yeah. she? She she's actually turning thirty six on uh, the thirteenth, and she robber. does this stuff. Yes. Whenever I say, "Yeah, hey yo," <laughs> whenever I say, "Well, when you're single and you're third, well, when do we meet now? It's seven years, so I don't know how math works, but I was like thirty five. Yeah, she just turned thirty, something like that. So, um, but when you're in your thirties and forties, you're just like waiting for women to get divorced at that point. So then when you <laughs> see someone, 
I mean, this is all old me jokes, but mm-hmm. it's true. It's like when you'd go on dates, you're just like, I know why I'm here and single <laughs> in my mid-30s. Like, why are you? You know, <laughs> like, so you have to go a little bit younger sometimes because you're like, mm-hmm. ah, maybe you, you seem more It could more be damaged goods once you yeah. hit like 35. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's the male perspective, yeah. but what are, I wonder what women are thinking. They must be thinking the same oh, thing. Oh, I'm, like, yeah. I'm a child. I'm a child who's bad with money. I'm a child who's bad with money. That's every... 42 year old that's yep. not that's exactly what I am yeah no 100% <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah that's it yeah yeah I bet this guy moves around seats at Fenway yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely 100% I think I've seen this guy on the news like a hundred times <laughs> well Does who watches that's the other thing who watches the local news that's right. the other thing no one ever watches he's local probably news. not even good at biology <laughs> no not at all not at all um my biggest thing now, too, uh, Rick said he wanted to talk about this. If you if you follow me on the Instagram, MikeOB59, there's a, a, a the past couple months we've had an epic uh, storyline of the people. It's actually my, my lady friend's apartment, not my apartment, but I basically live there. But there's a fire escape right across from um, the window. And, of course, it's the north end, so literally the building, right? you know mm-hmm. everyone, yep. you know everyone, they're their bowel movements, everything, <laughs> who live around you because you're literally looking in right. these people's windows. And they, some people put their blinds wait, wait, down. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Yeah. You're literally looking in people's windows. Well, you are. Yeah. Like, you because all you have to do is you're cooking and you just like look over and then there's just I this would, person I just would staring. be a total creeper. Yeah. It's like yeah. your own reality TV, it's your own but reality in real TV life. Show. And, and the, the neighbors we, we have yeah. is are pretty epic and but they're just everything's right there we keep the blinds open because it's like i'm not gonna sit in it's like it's already a depressing yeah. situation anyways just looking at a brick wall in a window i'm not uh-huh. we're gonna have some natural light in here okay. so we just walk around naked everyone sees us naked like who cares <laughs> are you serious yeah, for the most part. I mean, not like it's not like we're like hippies, but like yeah, yeah you hop out of the shower, you just like run over to the bathroom, throw on whatever. Yeah, no. Okay. Do you think people have seen you guys have sex? I don't think so because we never have sex because oh, we're God's okay. children. <laughs> um. So, anyways, so um, but these people across the way who they they're a couple, and boy, do they have some arguments. Oh, and yeah. How old all, are they? have no idea. Oh. No idea. But the windows are open and you can hear all the The windows stuff. are open to crack. Yeah. You can hear the nice. last one was just like about how where were you? And it's so funny because oh. you're hearing these you're hearing these arguments and you're just like taking sides. You're like, I kinda got the guy's side on this. Yeah, yeah. Because he was just like, So you're just blackout drunk, you weren't responding to me, and then you say you got an Uber at nine, but you get home at twelve thirty. So where were you between nine and twelve thirty? And I'm like, Yeah, Sarah, where were you between nine and twelve thirty? That's a large, you know, like yeah. that's a pretty big gap right there, Sarah. And then he's she's just like She's just like trying to come up with something, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "All you do is lie. All you do is lie." And I'm just like, "Yes, yeah, Sarah's a bitch, you know." <laughs> Sarah, you suck. And so Sarah sucks. And so, but she wouldn't answer the question. He's just like, "You're not answering the question." Sarah's like, "Why are you always like, accusing me of stuff?" He's like, "Why aren't you answering the question?" And I'm like, "Wow, they both got some great arguments." Oh going my god, on here. I would have poured myself a huge glass of wine and just sat down and been like, "Tell me more." Sarah. Macy and I, Macy and I, will turn off the lights in the kitchen, <laughs> sit underneath the window, and just sit there. And just listen to them argue. This, this, okay, awesome. so what we do is we go to our town's Facebook group yeah. and, yeah. and and watch the drama unfold. You get live, live, live action. action. Live, live action. action. So one thing, though, what's the past, I'm going to say this is almost four months deep, mm-hmm. is something, I don't know what happened, 
But there's just a trash bag on the fire escape. And then about a week later, there's a second trash bag on the fire escape. And they've just been there for four months. These hmm. two trash bags. And it's trash. It's not like it's like clothes not or Sarah's something. Stuff it's not Sarah's stuff. Sarah's stuff that some that got thrown out. It's it's just it's just trash. And so I'm cooking a steak. Macy was gone. I'm cooking pansy and a steak. And whenever we pansy or steak, the fire the, the smoke detector goes off every time. 100 out of 100 times just goes off. And so the thing goes off and I see the guy and they're just drunk all the time. I'm also <laughs> drunk all the time, so I can't like judge them. But the guy, he opens the window and he goes, oh, smells good. And I'm just like, this is, I finally like see this guy. I'm like, whoa, like this is awesome. And this is maybe a, uh, two, three weeks ago. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's a steak. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm making one too. I was like, great. I was like, what's up? With the trash bags on your fire escape. And he looks down. He's like, oh, I didn't even know they were there. And then you just shut the window and walked away. And they're still there. Oh. And they're still there. And I don't even like, it doesn't upset me. I think it's funny now. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. almost also like a thing of like Instagram content. It right. Is, yeah. I literally, people will see me and they'll be like, what's up with the trash bags? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not like, even give lying. Give me an update. Give me an update <laughs> on the trash it's bags. It's kind of been fun to follow. Also, I would have asked them, hey, where's Sarah? Yeah, yeah. what happened to Sarah? Oh, I want it. Dude, I want it. And then the best part is like, they have these like knockout, drag out, yelling arguments. And then he's just like, but I love you. Oh, you know? God. He was like, oh. yeah, Sarah's tough to, to break, yeah. The next time you see him on the fire escape, you might need to give him like I've a, never a seen big brother pep talk. That was the only thing. time I've ever seen him Aww. on the fire escape. See, You'll see him walking around and yeah. stuff like that, but Sarah, I've never... Sarah is uh, sleeping around. Yeah. I, 100%. If, they if, both if, are. No, but they both are. Uh, okay. they Toxic both relationships, are. They both like. are, but, but they love each other. But they deserve each other. Do they love each other? Yeah. They love the drama of their relationships with their And I think in a screwed up way, they're both turned on that they're both cheating on Completely. I think they're like... No, they're swingers. They're big time swingers. We have yeah. a lot of that in the suburbs. Yeah, oh, That's 100%. Not <laughs> yeah, here, this is like, we have a lot of that in the suburbs on Thursday nights at Ralph's house. We all go to Ralph's house. <laughs> it's Wednesday, actually. Uh, yeah, it's the blue flower pots in town. Mm -hmm. You've got a blue flower pot on your front porch. You can is basically that, knock on the door and be like, where's your wife? Is that, yep. that's like the pineapple in the retirement home? Upside down yeah, pineapple. Upside down, upside yes. down pineapple. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. How, where do you find out about the blue pie, the blue pots? Is that, I, I didn't notice it, the flower pots outside. It's here, just common knowledge. Check that like, out. Yeah, I'll just yeah. you know, I'll just you know, just drive around. Just drive around. <laughs> starting, you know. Hey, hey, Julia, congratulations on your graduation. Where's your mom, by the way? I see. I love the new daffodils in the blue flower pot. Congratulations on your. You want to bang? Yeah. <laughs> This episode's been fun because mm -hmm. it's just like uh, high energy. High energy. And uh, we, we actually, Liz and I were talking like, let's talk about, let's have a theme to the show. Let's have like uh, some direction, which mm. to this point we have had none. 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 But what, else, what do we got on the list here? Well, I don't think this fits into like what we've been talking about. Like we were, Rick and I were thinking about talking about like summer camp type of stuff. So, so okay. I love to talk about summer oh, camp. Oh, all right. Well, these are, I pulled some like alternatives to your traditional summer mm -hmm. camp. Like, if, you know, if your kid isn't into like the park and rec type of vibe, mm -hmm. there are options out there. So I can run through a few of these with you guys and see what you think. These are wanna, when you get to the sleepover camp, I got rants, but yes. Okay. Okay. So these are real camp These are real options. summer camps. Okay. All right. All right. So brace yourselves, boys. Mm hmm I'm a man. <laughs> At the Willowell Foundation in Bristol, Vermont, so here in New England, kids attending this week-long camp can spend their days living like a Lord of the Rings character. 
Nerds. During camp, kids learn to write in Elvish. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Hone their sword fighting skills, practice foam archery, and more, culminating in a battle between humans, dwarves, elves, and wizards at the end of the session. No one who attends this camp is ever going to get laid, my friends. Liz, I was just going to say, add to that. Yeah, uh, they are with each other. Those yeah. are the, the, that's like band you camp. Where, oh, 100%. They just bang each other. Nerds just Nerds bang. Nerds just bang each other, and then they, they fight for the elves, the Elvis princess love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The damsel in distress. Yep. The elf yep. elf princess. No, I'm saying they solidified their virginity. How much yeah. How much is this camp? It's cheap. It's 200 a week. That's Okay. And it's is it a sleepover camp or you pick it's them not, up? I, I don't off. believe so. Um, so I, I'll say this, and, the, and maybe one percent of the population uh, would think I'm an asshole, but I wouldn't let my kids go to that. Me either. I'd be like, uh, "You're going to be a social outcast." Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it's a movie. All right, it's a f- piece of fiction. I'm not sure, and I know that. Oh, yeah, I actually think I'm an asshole for saying this, but I'm going to keep. I'm going to lean into it. I, I'm going to go be with an it. asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey kid, you want to fantasize? You want to like, you know, explore your creativity and all that stuff? Then come up with your own shit. Write a book. Yeah, write I your go, own to, go to drama yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this yeah. is fucking this, weird. Yeah, this is like <laughs> f- f- being a fanatic. Also, yes. who's like running this camp? Are you just dropping him off at Carl's house in Bristol, <laughs> I, Vermont, I, I, and just he's just like, seriously? yes, come a play fellow, with my sword. A fellow virgin, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, totally, totally. Some some LARPing. Come yes. play. Okay, when we drive around in, in the duck boats in Boston Common on the weekends in the summer, there are all these dudes that are doing that, the mm-hmm. LARPing and yeah. the jumping really? around in Boston I, Common. It's every yeah. like Sunday morning. Yeah, yes, I've, I've seen that when I lived in Somerville, I'd drive yeah. by like the, the park and I'd see like two 38-year-old dudes with like yeah, swords. They have, they have foam swords and they're just beating the piss out of each other. Like, with them. Oh my what God. What the fuck yep. is that? Yeah. I don't know, but I, I kind of want to do it at some point. I just want to go up and just destroy some 17-year-olds. If they were dry-humping each other, that would yeah. be more acceptable yeah. to me than playing with foam swords. My, so. my biggest thing with summer camps is, so we do the duck boats and we have, in July, we have these these summer camps where the kids are gone at the summer camp for like six to eight weeks where they're doing a sleepover. And then you talk to them and I'm like, where do you go to school? And they're like, oh, this school in upstate. So they go to boarding school and Mm -hmm. then in summer they go to a six to eight week summer camp. And I'm like, when do your parents, like you're being raised by other Other people. people. I think that's really weird. And then they'll go to Disney World and they'll take the family picture and they'll be like, oh, little Billy, look Mm -hmm. how funny he is. And then they'll, they'll, do one other picture at Christmas and then they so they see their kid for like a month out of the year and then the rest they're just like just go that's how you raise an emotionally detached person I feel like that's very weird that kid's gonna love the smell of cocaine yeah Yeah. oh for sure for sure yes what else you got list? So, all right, competing in the virginity Olympics my friends we have (laughs) Camp Kern in Oregonia Ohio for a week each summer, kids can learn to create potions, cast spells, and play Quidditch, just like a Hogwarts <laughs> student. Hogwarts is not a real school. No. And that Quidditch training might come in use someday. More than 100 colleges around the nation have actual Quidditch teams. 
Yeah. They play right. Quidditch. So and, but another stupid thing that happens in Boston Common, they have Quidditch games so in weird. Boston. They're running around with a stick between their legs. A broom. A, a broom. broom. And I don't like that. I get, That's I mean, it, weird. Is it like Speedaway? Did you play Speedaway in seventh and eighth grade? Did you ever no, play that? that? It's like soccer and football and rugby. And like you run and you got to throw the ball up in the air and catch it. And it's like a soccer ball. And you can kick it in the goal or you can kick it over the goal or you can yeah. run. For a point, mm-hmm. so I think is that you're you're like running around with a broom and then you're throwing the ball to your teammates and you try to get it in the the hoop, right? Is that Quidditch? I have no idea I because know. I've never seen a Harry I Potter miss, movie. We missed Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, like I, I my I, kids never got into it either. So. My, I had an ex girlfriend that made me watch one of the movies, and then I never read any of the books. I only watched one movie, but I still it's one of those things like you know those like TV shows like Breaking Bad where mm-hmm. you don't. Watch an entire episode, but you know the whole plot line yes, yeah. because everyone just talks about it. That's yeah. with me with Harry Potter. Like yeah. I know whenever someone makes a Harry Potter joke, I'm like, I get it because yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking Everyone's about. Everyone's talking mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. All right. So on the polar opposite spectrum, we have the Israel Challenge Experience Army Camp. So if your kid spends hours playing Call of Duty, fighting in a simulated war, this camp might be for him or her or them, mm-hmm. whatever. Let's go find some Palestinians. <laughs> yeah. So is this? Wait, this is video <laughs> game camp. No. In an undisclosed location near the Mediterranean and with access to 29 shooting ranges and 100 acres of Israeli training ground, this week-long camp teaches covert military training like special ops, anti-terror tactics, and how to fire M16s, mini Uzis, and CZ-75s. I want to go to that camp. This training culminates in a final challenge, war night, where the troops fight in a simulated battle. For a mere $3,700 a week. Jesus. So if your kid doesn't come home with like PTSD yeah. from their fake military training. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Graduate by, yeah, yeah. You, you graduate by slitting a person's throat. Right. Yeah. We're going to the West Bank. Yeah. They just join Mossad like right from the camp. That like, is, that's amazing. Geez, Badass. That is literally like the Taliban training camp mm-hmm. right there. That's pretty crazy. My, and yeah. You can go to Israel and go to like an adult type of boot camp what with fantasy, real Israeli soldiers. Like fantasy you, Israeli soldier camp. Yes, it's almost like yes. fantasy baseball camp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My so. brother as a kid, my mom, because once again, they realized we're bad at sports. My mom sent my brother to New Hampshire for a sleepover week camp of sportscaster camp where they like Aww. would. You can't play, but you can talk about it. You can it. talk about it. <laughs> and they would like watch a game and they would do the play by play over neat, it though. and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it didn't work for my brother, but <laughs> what um, does he do now? <laughs> he's a janitor at Mount Holyoke college. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, he's doing fine. He's got great communication skills. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yes, it's, I, I always think too, is like when you get to a point where your kid is like going to those camps, at what point are you just like, now you're searching the internet of like what weird ass like what are yeah. you googling that you come across <laughs> right these things well I don't know let's ask Liz because she did that yeah. what I, did, did, what did I you googled Google? weird summer camps okay <laughs> summer camps. so you're looking so no parent says I want my kid to go to a weird summer camp let's I, go look let's go no parent I know or yeah. would be friends with would Google that for yeah real. <laughs> and I don't think these places have big marketing budgets you know like Quidditch mm-hmm. camp and stuff like that are there any others or are those all of them um, I had one more which was. Um, let me see. Princess Prep. Will your daughter not take off her tiara? Does she own a boa? Well, it's time to teach her the essential life skills for royalty. Right off the bat, no. Yeah, yeah. like curtsying yeah. and polite waving. Mm. 
these aren't skills my kids really like they yeah. need good manners but yeah. whatever yeah. they don't need to know how to curtsy at princess prep eight to 11 year old girls spend a week in london learning how to be princesses <sighs> princess prep channels girls natural princess obsession into experiences that are fun educational and inspirational many etiquette lessons are given daily to the would-be royals along with outings such as horseback riding in hyde park afternoon tea at kensington palace and a visit to the crown jewels in buckingham palace each male has a predetermined princess as a discussion topic to teach the qualities they will undoubtedly need in their careers. Guess how much this costs? Uh, oh, six grand. No, no. $12,000. No, it's, it's, it's $4,000, not okay. including the airfare. Yeah, so you got to get, you gotta get your kids to London. So I nailed it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know anyone in your real life that would send... Because eight to eleven, that Avery and Rosie, that's yep. their, you know, they're yep. um, they're eleven. Would you, I don't know anyone in to my me, real life other that would send than their like there. Sh- saying like learning how to be a princess, like that's bullshit. But the the stuff that you do, like going to, it's just like basically a tour of London. Like yeah. that's that's. I mean, why don't you just send your kid on a trip to London? Yeah, when they're old enough, take a family family vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. great city. Yeah, yeah they're leaning a little too much into that fantasy world you'll never really never yeah. like why do you need to then the you're kid you're not part of the bloodline you're right. not going to be a princess mm-hmm. there's only like one princess in the world right. or whatever yeah. and you you ain't it <laughs> there's exactly. actually a billion princesses in the world yeah, yeah but those, especially in but Saudi Arabia cares about the other yeah ones. there's only one real princess right. yeah in princess Saudi Kate. Arabia mm-hmm. they have like when like oh I'm a prince in Saudi Arabia that's like like Medfield has their Graduation family, signs. their graduation <laughs> signs. Yeah, Prince, Prince Adam, whatever. But uh, Prince Adam, that's he, man. But even um, like, even, <laughs> even like um, Finland, Finland has yeah. royal, royalty. Oh, they all have royalty yeah. over there, Who but nobody is, cares about them. Right? Who? They don't count. Really. Um, no one, no one even, so Law, obscure. Law and Order SVU. What's her name? Uh, Mariska Hargitay. Yeah, isn't her her mom? Was Jane Mansfield? Jane, who was was she a, a princess? Wasn't there no. some actress who She's married someone who became a was like the princess of like of like three minutes Finland or something like that yeah I don't know anyway some actress was like the princess of sorry Finland. well we actress, got we got we got to wrap this princess we, I'm well, no we don't we're, we're figuring this out <laughs> you sit down Rick no you sit down Rick and of course it's not working anyways there's some actress it's a real princess Mike thanks for coming in hey I, thanks for having here's me. here's a backhanded compliment yeah I am very impressed that you got here like on time because it's early. Yeah, it's don't, early. don't get me going on late. Like, I, are the, you a punctual person? There, I think being late is the rudest thing you could do in life. That's, oh, we always that's talk what, about that. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. fact that people just think like my girlfriend is a huge culprit of this. Where mm-hmm. you say nine, well, that means nine fifteen. No, oh. it doesn't. Yeah. It means nine o'clock. Yeah, and. Also, with the duck tours now, especially uh-huh. with these groups, these kids' field trips, yeah. we have the duck tour at 10, and they just show up at, like, 10.30, and they're like, all right, let's do this. And you're like, we can't do it. That's obnoxious. Like, yeah. they just think, they're just, like, teaching these kids, like, it's okay to just show up whenever the F you want, and yeah. it's not. Well, I'm glad I Whoever's it up. listening yeah. to the 17 people that are listening to this, yeah. don't be late. 17,000, bro. 17,000, <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, but no, I, I do appreciate it, because I know that you have to come... From Boston all the way out here. That's early morning. Mm-hmm. From the north end. Yeah, I'm a, once I wake up, I wake up. You park so nicely. I'm a good parker. You fucking nailed it, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll do it again. Sure. Yeah, why not? That was fun. It's fun. It's fun to have you. Yeah. It's fun to be here. Listen to the Michael Bryan show. 
and listen and and follow my Instagram. Yeah, Michael Bryan Show on Michael Bryan Show on all the the platforms and Michael B five nine on Instagram. Do you have any stand up comedy gigs no. coming up? No, I don't get booked. I just like well, show up. I, but I just show up and they put me on. I got yeah. I, I, you'll get booked for like a month and then I don't get booked for months and then but then I'll go on shows. But it's just because I like kind of show up and I'm just there. Well, I got a show. Nick's Comedy Sub. Just go to I'm at Nick's Comedy Sub like. 50% of the time because yeah, I live down great. the street. That's cool. It, yeah, Nick's is great. I'm going to be at Steve Sweeney's Comedy Den on June 17th. There you go. Is he, he's going to introduce himself to you 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want, I I like Steve. I once I've never met him. I'm really? so excited. He's the cop in um, Something About it's Mary. About something About Mary. Oh, yeah. right. He's the one who yeah. said the beans don't go above the frank. Yeah, um, right. he, he, I did like three weekends with him in a row and every time he said, Steve Sweeney, nice to meet you. I was like, yep. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's get excited. All right, Get thank you, here. Scuttlebutts, for listening. Um, hit us up on smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Send us your grievances, feedback. Love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at smalltownscuttlebutt. And rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. My 11-year-old son just subscribed on Spotify, by the way. Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> and he gave us a five-star review. There so, you go. Good. if it's good for 11-year-olds, it's good for you. First time you ever heard his mom <laughs> swear, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.